PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. Welcome to this week's PDPW podcast, where this week we focus on the goodness of life. Our guest Tom Thibodeau realizes we all could use a little good news today, and that's your theme this week, right Tom? Yeah. Bill, it's so good talking with you again. It's always good talking to you because we seem to focus on goodness. And I'd like to share an article that I wrote um, about goodness um, because I think so often we get overwhelmed with bad news. We get overwhelmed with tragedy and mishaps, and we forget about uh, all the good that's being done in our, in our world, uh, in our lives, in our communities by so many good people. This is what I wrote. Sure could use a little good news today. This is a refrain from a song recorded by Anne Murray in the 1980s. Though the theme is always contemporary, psychologists tell us that their research indicates that 90% of our thoughts are negative, and this seems to be confirmed by the litany of tragedies, catastrophes, storms, chaos, and mishaps that come to us electronically or in personal conversations. Last week, the Toronto Star ran an article on the front page which has since gone viral. An elderly couple who have been married for 70 years are living in, a, in Rome in a small apartment. The neighbors are disturbed because they hear arguing, which builds into a shouting match. The police are called. Four young policemen come to their apartment. The couple complains that they have increasingly been disturbed because of all the bad news they are hearing, and no one comes to visit or seems to care, so they take their frustrations out on each other. Officers determine there is no crime. The culprits are isolation, loneliness, and sadness. They looked around the apartment. It was sparse. A few shriveled-up grapes were in a bowl, not much else on the table. Upon further investigation, they found pasta, butter, Parmesan cheese, and their own humanity. The couple was treated to a bowl of pasta, conversation, and hospitality. The officers transformed hostility through the hospitality that their moms had taught them. There's a lesson here for all of us. We all experience loneliness, alienation, sadness, and depression. Left alone, we enter into darkness, which leads to helplessness, despair, and violence. We know this pattern all too well, but what we need to remember is that we have the power to challenge hostility and smother it with hospitality, generosity, and gratitude. I remember my mother's funeral like it was yesterday. We had to wait two hours before the service, and our mother's friends came out of respect to return the compassion she so generously shared. One of her friends said, your mom always had time to visit. I hope at my wake, people will say he was a lot like his mom, just like the Italian police officers. My brother got to give my mother's eulogy, he began. Mother was always hospitable. You are always welcome at mother's house. What happens when we feel welcome? We feel safe. We belong. All of our mothers taught us this. So why do we insist on eating alone in front of a computer or driving around eating a sandwich or coffee by ourselves? Community begins with eating together. He went on to say that hospitality is built on generosity, a generosity of spirit which is contagious. We can all be more generous with our patience, our kindness, our forgiveness and joy. Communities of generosity flourish, as do all our relationships. Finally, my brother reminded us that generosity is rooted in gratitude. The most joyful people are the most grateful people. We recognize that all we have is a gift. Oftentimes, our lives are enhanced 
by the countless gifts of service we receive each day. Fresh air, clean air, safe streets, healthy food, friendship, and a good story are all gifts. Thank you, young policemen in Rome, for reminding us that hospitality, generosity, and gratitude are antidotes to the everyday challenges which confront us all. Sure could use a little good news today and a bowl of pasta. Whenever we tell a good story, we begin to form good company. Company comes from two Latin words, cum panus, uh, the people that we break bread with. Coming to the table, we break bread with each other and know that we're in the company of each other and we're not alone. Somehow we know we belong. And in good company, we understand that everybody has something to bring to the table and therefore everyone can expect to be fed. Well, we feast on goodness, being with good people, being in good company, good conversation, recalling the good work that people do on our behalf every day. Last week, I went to visit a friend of mine. His farm is three miles from our cabin. We went out to the farm, and his wife was there. He was, meanwhile, was on a tractor in the middle of a hay field, bringing in hay on over 150 acres that they use as they raise 250 head of Angus. And there they were out in the field, our good friend who was, who was out there raking and baling up the hay. And then there were two men on the machine who were wrapping it in, in a, um, hay wrap so that they will have it for the winter. And there was another man driving the tractor. 90 degrees, and these four men were out there preparing the food for our, their animals, which would be the food for all of us next winter. Good people doing good work, feeding the world and ourselves each and every day. Now, what was extraordinary about this? Nobody was getting paid. There was our friend, the farmer. That was his farm. His son was there working with him. They worked together shoulder to shoulder, father and son, as they have been for a lifetime. And the other two men, well, one of the men was a neighbor who lived across the street, and he stores his equipment in my friend's barn. As payment for storing his equipment and his machinery, he helps out when haying takes place three times a year. And the other gentleman lives in a house on the property, on the farm property. This man grew up with limited abilities. This man has a difficult time even managing his checkbook. So my friend, the farmer, has helped this young man for a lifetime balance his checkbook, making sure he has enough groceries, helping him get to the store, looking out for him. The young man's parents have died and have left him a trust. My friend, the farmer, manages the trust. And in return, the young man gets up on the tractor and helps cut and bale hay. Isn't it extraordinary? Good people doing good work with and for each other each and every day sure could use a little good news today. And this just seems so ordinary. Across rural America this last week, temperatures were in the 90s and the 100s, and there were farmers in their fields planting crops, making, tilling the crops, making sure that hay was brought in, that animals were fed, that chickens were attended to. And how many of us are complaining about the price of our food? 
my goodness gracious, watching the work in the field that day, I thought that an Angus hamburger should cost at least $15 a pound for the amount of work that those good men were doing on my behalf. In La Crosse, we have a group called Beer by Bike Brigade. Beer by Bike Brigade. Now, doesn't that sound like a call to goodness? Well, it is. So this young man in La Crosse, about seven years ago, was going for a beer. He was on his bike, and he texted a few of his friends and said, Listen, I'm going on a, uh, over to the tavern. I'm on my bike. Would you like to join me? Well, six other people joined them. Well, they had such a wonderful time riding their bikes over to the tavern, having a couple of cold beers, and then riding back home that they texted other friends and said, This is what they have done. Well, the next time they went out for a bike ride, 30 people joined them. Beer by Bike Brigade now had 30 people. Well, over the years, it has grown to a group of well over 250 people gathering together on their bikes, going for a leisurely ride, ending up at a tavern where they have some beers and tell some stories and enjoy the friendship and company of each other. But they realized that the goodness they were experiencing needed to be shared. So they planned a chili cook-off in our local community center. And in that chili cook-off in their first year, they raised over $15,000 and realized about the power they had to raise money just by having fun, drinking beer and riding bikes. And this group of people formed a nonprofit. In the last five years, Beer by Bike Brigade has given out over $250,000. They've gone to public school districts and says how much money needs to be paid out in order to make up for the loss of people who are not able to pay for lunch for their children. Many districts don't have that kind of money, twelve dollars or $14,000, because a lot of families can't even afford to buy lunch for their children, and Beer by Bike Brigades thinks no child should have to suffer the indignity of hunger. They've given money to nonprofits who help up people at domestic abuse shelters or who are living in homelessness. Beer by Bike Brigade now has a goal of raising $50,000 in the next six months to buy a house in order to house a family that is homeless. They have found a family that has three small children under the age of 10. They cannot find a place to live or a place to rent. And so these people who ride bikes, drink beer, enjoy each other's company, share their goodness and a vision. What if more of us would join together with our friends and be moved by generosity to care for people who not have had some hard traveling, who can't care for themselves? Sure could use a little good news today, and the Beer by Bike Brigade comes riding into our lives. And many of us have seen the tragedies that have unfolded in our country in the last weeks. Whether we see in terms of forest fires burning out of control, what we have watched in terms of random acts of violence where shooters have gone into schools or into grocery stores, and we shake our heads with disgust and dismay, what can be done? Well, what can be done is that we might live in different parts of the country but we can share what we do have with those who have survived these kinds of tragedy. And what was started in 2010 on online has grown to be an extraordinary opportunity of hope. The biggest crowdsourcing platform in the world is called GoFundMe. Since 2010, this platform has raised 
$3 billion and giving it to worthy causes, particularly people who suffer. They got right now are giving out $140 million a month to people and causes who need their help and their support. In 2016, they had $100 million in revenue, and now they are raising $140 million a month. At one point, they would charge 5% to the people who are raising the money in order to pay their expenses. Now they rely on the tips of donors and are staying active and business and well-employed. Isn't it extraordinary? People coming together, trusting each other with their hard-earned dollars in order to make sure that people who are suffering have a little bit of support. This is not the government. This is not the church. These are ordinary people, people who ride bikes and drink beer, people who get on tractors and make hay, police officers who respond to the loneliness of the elderly and take care of the vulnerability of children. Isn't it amazing? Our lives are knit together by the goodness of other people. Sure could use a little good news today. So, get on your bike, have a cold beer, visit a friend, go and thank your farmer, go hug your farmer, go visit your elderly neighbor who feels oftentimes alone and isolated, or just turn on your computer and look for the good people in Buffalo and Uvalde, who could use a little support, a little good news from a good person like yourselves. Well, Bill, there it is today. Just a little bit of a reminder of all of us could use a little bit of good news today. Our thanks to Tom Thibodeau for today's message. Tom, a distinguished professor of servant leadership at Viterbo University. And for archived podcasts and more on-demand programs, and for more on the professional development for today's dairy producer, head to PDPW's free website at pdpw.org. Until next time, have a safe and productive week.